You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL, and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, and down in Texas, jet setting to Breckenridge, Colorado, this is your man, Graham Trainer. Yeah! Oh, what's up, bro? Oh, yeah, bro, what's up? Happy underwear uh, men and undies week to you, Massey. Yes, it is. your favorite part of the year. It is. It is the NFL Combine, and honestly... I've grown more fond of it in a way because my team needs so many pieces mm. that I'm curious what's out there. But before this, I thought it was just a weird, weird way to evaluate players and just like measurable statistics that don't really mean much, right? What's the quote from uh, Wayne's World? Like, uh, I feel like Benjamin is like underwear. At first it was constrictive, but then it becomes a part of you. Like underwear, like these guys are wearing underwear. Yeah, it's all right. relevant. It's relevant. Yeah. I get you. I'm there. I'm there with you. Um, when is Mike Myers going to do a sports movie? When When was Mike Myers' last movie? I guess like one of the Shreks. Sorry, you're saying that the the Saints have a lot of pieces to fill. Yeah, I mean, Q, we'll get into it, but they the, the biggest piece they need to figure out is the QB slot. I don't know if they're going to hold on to Jameis Winston. Andy Dalton is out of there. It's just is he. We'll, we'll we'll get to it. We'll get we'll get to okay. it. We'll get I, I to don't it. know. I wasn't I wasn't being a smart Alec. Uh also happy seventh anniversary month. Uh we're doing this show on two twenty-eight, but it'll officially upload on three one. That's our seven year March anniversary. That's right. We have been giving you hot takes, the most accurate sports broadcasting. Is it broadcasting? Sports radio show in Wyoming. Sure. We check all our facts and double check the facts. We don't do any of that. If if Skip Bayless is considered a journalist, we're broadcasters. Okay, well, I'm, let's let's just say this. This is how we do this show. If you want to peek behind the curtain, Graham and I please do push record, and then we do an hour-long show of just <laughs> takes, of just as much as we can fit into an hour, and there's very little editing that goes into it, so mm-hmm. just appreciate our process here. Yes, we're supported and sponsored by K-12. They don't write our scripts. We do notes before. Uh, we used to do them in person together, but you know, um, the economy happened. I had to move. Yeah. And we all, we all are very aware of that economy out here. It is worth mentioning. If you do not catch us here on our radio hour, that is from Fridays two to three on KHOL, please download our podcast. We turn it into a podcast every day, wherever podcasts are available, Spotify, iTunes. We are Teton sports talk rate and review. We love every single one of you that listens mm-hmm. every single week. We love seeing those numbers tick up, tell your friends, Get your girlfriend's iPhone and push subscribe. It really careful. it makes my soul happy. Yeah, careful with your girlfriend's iPhone. Yeah, your don't wives go in too deep. Do as you do as you please. Yeah, I don't know. Did you mention that was that was that was well said that we started out as a radio show in we 2016. Did. Uh, we didn't start a podcast to white dudes about sports and pop culture in 2019 or 20 because that's what losers did. We started well before that. That's right. We were a radio show right right before podcast became a thing, and then someone came up to us yeah. and said. You know you can just upload this file and make it a podcast. I'm like, what? Wait, what? And so that's what we've been doing ever since. Yeah. Well, enough, you know, talking about how we were cool before it was cool. Um, now we're dorks. Close to, now we're dorks almost in our 40s doing a sports show. <laughs> now, all right, all right. What, what else you got? You're really rounding up. I've only got like a, damn, two years. Um, the Who's, happy the Who's didn't win, lose three in a row. That's awesome. Um, 
And RIP to Terry Holland, 80 years old. Yes. Uh, he recruited Ralph Sampson so Tony could run or fly either way. Yeah. <laughs> he was. He built, he built UVA basketball in the 80s to be something in the future. Yes, that's right. Tony Tony Bennett is is standing on the shoulders of him. Um, yes, the Who's beat Clemson tonight. Clemson was on the bubble. They're hoping to get a quad one win against us, and hopefully we can maintain. We've dropped to a number four seed, which I predicted, depending on how the ACC tournament goes this weekend, right? Isn't this weekend Selection Sunday? Oh, shoot. Is it already – it's already time. I think it is. I think you're right. Yeah. Depending on how we're doing the ACC no, no, tournament. No, no, Sorry. This weekend will be the weekend. This, this coming Sunday will be a week from the tournament doesn't start until the week, like next Thursday, Wednesday. Right? Yeah. That's how you get this accurate sports reporting seven, on this. Not, Selection Sunday is not this weekend. It is next weekend. Okay. But we got a packed show. We got the huddle. We got some clairvoyance for you. We got some hindsight is 420. Yeah. That is where we were wrong. Yeah. That was a good prediction though, that the AC tournament is coming up. Yeah, <laughs> that is a fact. Um, the, oh, let's start off with the huddle. The huddle is the good news of the week, the critical number of the week, something you are stuck on, your quote slash question of the week, and your goat of the week. My goat is a pair of local skiers this week, trainer. I'm, I can't wait to tell you about them. Oh, they're like cool goats? Um, No, this is a bad – This is this, these are the oh, bad version of Jerry, goats. Jerry – they call them Jerry Slams, those guys, right? Um, they're Yeah, they could be considered Jerry's. Hurons. They could be. We'll, we'll, we'll get Tur to that. Turon Jerry hybrid? No, no. Definitely some local people. I'd okay. have to assume. I'd have to assume. It's clouded. We'll it's that. shrouded in mystery. Nice tease. Um, all right. Trainer, give me your good news of the week. Well, mine is uh, Massey's uh, XFL team. Yep. <clears throat> the, I, I named the St. Louis Battlehawks, uh, their starting quarterback. A.J. McCarron. A.J. McCarron. Yeah. Your boy. You've been plugging him. You've been loving him for years. He turned down more cash for the Atlanta Falcons backup position, I guess holding a clipboard for Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter uh, to play more in the league and make memories for his kids. Cause it's all about babies and memories. Is that what cool he said? Story. Yeah. I mean, he wants to, yeah, he wants, he wants uh, kids to see daddy play and not just sit on the bench, which is cool, you know, to turn. I mean, it's like, I don't know the last memories. time when AJ McCarron threw a pass in the NFL, maybe for the Bengals and Bengals, mop up yeah, time probably. or after, Someone got hurt. He, play, he had a brief stint on the Bills, I thought. Yeah, so he went to the Battle Hawks, and they have been impressed with his leadership ability. And I think that says a lot because other quarterbacks in the XFL, like our guy Paxton Lynch, has already gotten benched. So <laughs> In the XFL? Yeah, he got benched. What's next? Paxton what's Lynch what's next? has gotten benched in every single major professional football team. Uh, NFL, CFL. An Canadian AFL Arena League, I don't know, and then now the XFL. Sure. What I mean, what what is next? Is it, there's no more Europe? People um, people don't give John Elway enough trash for picking trash, such a yeah. terrible terrible quarterback. Oh, Russell Wilson or Paxton Lynch? <laughs> Paxton Lynch. I mean, Russell Wilson uh, might be the next experiment. Uh, oh, I saw on, um, Russell, the executive, the COO. Yeah, he had an office upstairs on the second story and said like. I have an open door policy. You know That's what would great. be an open door policy? A fist in his face. Sean. A, how about a locker room? It's a pretty open door policy in the locker room. And they I also read that when they walked into his office, he had like new play concepts and all this stuff on the whiteboards that were wall to wall whiteboards on every single every single uh, wall. Yeah, and, those weren't good. And not only that, but it was just riddled with like motivational quotes. Dude, can oh, you cool. get any more cheesy? 
Tony Robbins. Yeah, thanks, Tony Robbins. Well, I got a good question uh, playing off that. Who? So who? We're gonna make. We're gonna construct Massey's perfect Alabama quarterback here. He's got AJ's heart, yep. integrity. Uh, integrity. McElroy's wife. McElroy's wife, right? Uh, no, that's it. That's that's AJ McCarron's wife. Wait, that's AJ as well. Yeah. Oh, what did McElroy? I thought McElroy had something going for him. Anyway, Mac Jones uh, put his. He needs hair Mac plugs. Jones, hair that's plugs. what you mean. Mac Jones. Mac Jones's off-season six-pack and body. Uh, Tua. Tua's wide receivers. Yeah. Uh, Brody Brody Croyle's swoop, like Massey's swoop, Southern <laughs> swoop, and Joe Namath's arm talent and libido. What about Bryce uh, Young's Heisman Trophy? Yes, we're going to get to him later. I didn't. I didn't want to tease him. We'll tease. Well, that's a good tease right there. Bryce Young coming up. Coming up next. Yeah. Uh, two. I'll take Tua's uh, wide receiver core. Um, <laughs> Kerry Coker's game management. Actually, Greg McElroy's game management was pretty sweet. But maybe Kerry Coker's running back, running back situation. Um, Sorry, I forgot about Coker. Yeah, uh, don't you ever forget about Coker. Um, and AJ McCarron's ability to get absolutely chewed out by Nick Saban. He took it like a champ. It was legendary to watch if you need yeah, a okay. if you need a wormhole to dive down dive down dive down nick saban yelling in aj mccarron's face oh i'm looking forward to it um haven't seen it i should have said joe namath's libido let's go kenny stabler's arm talent so we need to get kenny in there right yeah sure i mean cool. tua can probably hum the ball better than he could but whatever kenny <laughs> all right my good news of the week Derek carr i am stuck on this i'm fixated on it Derek Carr is in Indianapolis this week. He's taking three meetings, one with the Jets, one with the Panthers, and one with the Saints. Mm. He's going to command about $35 million. The Jets, there's no way the Saints can compete with the Jets' um, pocketbook here. But I'm remaining hopeful that Derek Carr gets picked up by the Saints because – there's going to be four quarterbacks drafted in the top 10 this year. C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Will Levitz, Anthony Richardson, all predicted to go in the, the top 10. And if we depend on the draft in the lower part of the first round, we're looking at like Stetson Bennett or Max Duggan or something. My broadcasting career depends on this because I've been clairvoyanting, predicting multiple weeks in a row that St. Derek will happen. Uh, I still feel good about it. Uh, the Panthers, they'd – to have DJ Moore and a new coach, uh, the Jets. I feel like the Jets are just going to keep swinging for ayahuasca Aaron. And I feel, yeah, I just feel like it just, it all makes sense for Derek to go to the Saints. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, Jimmy Garoppolo, Geno Smith, Daniel Jones haven't even sniffed, sniffed the Saints uh, interview room. That's okay. Those guys are, I feel like those guys are staying. Yeah. Interview um, recruiting, um, Courting, courting process. They have not. Yeah, yeah. That's what the frat boy in you. But they haven't sat down to a steak dinner. Oh, they call it tampering. In the NFL, being (laughs) rushed is called being tampered with. Right, right. Um. All right, trainer. Give me your critical number of the week. Seven, five. Okay. I thought you were going to go somewhere else. I have no idea. Seven, five. Yes. This is uh the Frenchman Wimbayana. It's his current height. It's four inches taller than Shaq, and they're still they're using. We talk about stretching. What do, when do we talk about stretching? Hands. We talk Bryce about, Young's hands need to be. Yeah, yeah, stretching. They're still trying to stretch his body out like he's Gumby. So French Gumby um, is still growing. I worry about the Chet body, obviously, because Chet already couldn't stay, you know, in the league. For I one completely year. forgot about Chet. He blew his ACL yeah, in like a Chet. and and in like a what was it like a NBA 
fundraiser or something like that? I think LeBron ended his career. Of course it? he did. He That's so chatty. Yeah, petty, petty LeBron um, ending poor Chet's career. And then I have a second one. I just think it's just, it's just crazy to think that you're so, so trying to physically stretch out a man who's already seven foot five. Don't don't you have enough? Um, <laughs> number two is five foot ten and a half. And I'm asking my question is: Is this me in stilettos standing on an apple crate? Or is this Bryce Young's official height? Okay, that was my hindsight is 420, bro, because I thought he was listed at 6'2 and was six feet tall. He's listed Uh-oh. at six feet and is five, ten and a half inches tall. That is small for an NFL quarterback. But Russell Wilson de- did it. So did Drew Brays. Who? Yeah, but Bryce oh, yeah. Young is He's a very good. talented man who who's been able to see well into players running his routes and to be able to create and move the pocket where he wants it. I think he's going to be all right. I do too. I, I feel like uh, Russell Russell's Russell's thicker with two C's. Definitely uh, has Drew, bigger hips, bigger joints. He's a, more, he's, he's a little more built, like Drew, right? Yeah, Bryce Young is. Yeah, same. He's got the best. He's got the Alabama perfect Alabama quarterback. You give, yeah, his twitch, twitch is twitch. the new cool thing. Okay, good twitch he has. I love evaluating quarterbacks. Twitchy pocket makes all the throws. I, I hope so. Um, my critical number is four and a half million. Oh man, four and a half million. Dan um, Snyder. Dan Snyder Patrick is. Reed. Dan, <laughs> Dan Snyder <laughs> is back in the news. They've been investigating a fifty-five million dollar loan that was taken out by half by behalf of the Washington Commanders, where Dan Snyder used that to buy out the minority ownership which is financial fraud maybe I, I don't I don't know I don't I'm not a lawyer but in investigating this 55 million dollar loan that he received they found that Dan Snyder charged the Washington Commanders four and a half million dollars to put the logo on his private jet <laughs> wait the new W the stupid W the I one guess with Carson Wentz wears? The, yeah so <laughs> Dan Snyder is reported like basically using the Washington commanders as to, for, to bankroll some of his stuff. Like he just, he charged them in, in further findings. He charged them $10 million annually to use his own private jets. That's just, isn't that illegal? Yeah. It's also just like, it's really petty to like start putting, he's got, he's like putting uh, the logo of the team he's going to lose on something massive, like his own plane to be like, see, it's on my plane. You can't take the team from me now. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 no. See, look at this. But it's so funny to think that you can charge the company that you own money to advertise on the company's plane. I, I'm so confused by it. Is this a write-off? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure the IRS was like, mm, billionaire write-off. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, I have another critical number. Yeah, I love. I love him blazing a, just blazing a fire on his way out. Uh huh. Two out of four nights. Oh man, um, let's see. Oh, you know this. Uh, two out of four nights. Yes. Two out of, two out of, two Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers said he was going Brady. Uh huh. Oh, two out of four nights he didn't watch TV. So in his, in his mud hut. So he was in his mud hut underneath some giant sequoia <laughs> in Northern California, or wherever he was, Portland. I have no idea. He spent two out of the four nights. He said, "I'm going on a four night silent dark sabbatical." That I looked at his room and it's got like a queen size bed, uh, a, mm-hmm. maybe a kitchenette, 
a, a bathroom. TV, yeah, he had Netflix, Hulu. And so he was searching for some sort of sign what he wanted to do in his life. And it only took him two nights to figure out that he would like to get paid $60 million to play football next season. Whoa. Yeah, it only took two nights. Usually when I'm considering a $60 million deal to continue doing what I'm good at, it takes me at least three or four. <laughs> yeah, because you have more um, – you think you think long and hard about the future, not just you know smoke some – inhale some weird – uh, fumes or what, what do, what do you do? I don't even know what you do in there. It's called paint thinner. It's, it's natural. Yeah. Yeah. Hope you eat a lot of paint chips as a kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just funny to think that Aaron Rodgers went on public. He's so heady. Yeah. He just, he, well, he went on public. What am I trying to say? He, 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 he just basically publicly public. displayed. Oh, look at me. This is going to be my private life, my private decision-making. I'm going to do it for four nights. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to have some sort of vision. Uh, you know what? I'm bored. It's been two nights. I think I'm done with this. Yeah, I'll take the $60 million and play football. Yeah, he's really like, he's really just like cornered the burning man, cool guy, Instagram. I don't care, but I do care because I post about myself a lot. But I don't want people to think I care. It's just like, at what point are you not? What, is there just no self-awareness? I mean, I know he doesn't talk to his family. and He sends back his Christmas and Easter presents or whatever. But like, come he, on, man. Like somebody, somebody's got to get into his ear and be like, you look like a jackass. He uh, he also Venmoed his entire family for the uh, for the shipping cost too. That's what I heard. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 dude. He was like, yeah, and you're paying for shipping. Um, okay, give me your stuck on this week, trainer. FedEx is expensive. Uh, my stuck on. All right, so I think Brady. How long has it been? Six weeks. I think Brady's done. And he said that. If he's. Hmm. I said he said that already. He cried. No, a, I know, but he like, cried on a beach like a sociopath. He didn't cry on a beach last year, but he said he was done, and then he came back. I forgot what the timeline was. If it was four weeks, if it was two, it I was think eight. it was two, three months max. Well, that's pretty long. Um, but I do think he's done. So I don't think there's going to be unless he wants to somehow troll ayahuasca Aaron by going to like ayahuasca Aaron goes to the Jets, Derek goes to the Saints, like you want. And then Brady goes to the the Packers and wins the Super Bowl with the Packers. That'd be hilarious. Except for they got to resign they Lazard. The, they beat the Cowboys though. Oh, that stinks. Um, but I'm wondering how burnt is that bridge when it comes to we're talking we're talking the future now. Cooperstown, not Cooperstown. Good lord, Hall of Fame, Canton, Canton. Ohio. Excuse me, the wrong Ohio. Why does Ohio um, get all the sports Hall of Fames? And why do they have so many professional teams? It's baffling. What goes on in Ohio that I don't, I don't know. know about? That's a good question. What was the what is the reason they like have the mecca for all the, the Hall of Fames and they have like five teams? Cleveland's got the Cleveland's got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Why Cleveland? Is it the first state in America? I, I don't I don't get this. Yeah, I don't understand why Ohio is this important. So do you think he's gonna be a Patriot or a Buck? Because I've heard things about like, oh, if he was gonna go anywhere, he was gonna go back to either the Raiders or he's gonna go back to play for the Patriots, but I've heard the bur- the bridge is burned so hard that he would never have considered that pre-retirement. Hmm. So hmm. is the bridge burned enough to where his lineage and bust in Canton will be a Buccaneer and not a Patriot? Like, what No, do you I, if he's, I don't think he's that petty. I mean, he's probably a student of history like all the other, you know, alphas and everything. Like, uh, what am I trying to say? Like, I don't know what Le- LeBron James is going to go in as, but I'm assuming he's going to be going as a Cavalier yeah, um, yeah. I'm trying to think like good question. I don't know what is Shaq already in the Hall of Fame? Who's a good I think Shaq's in the Hall of Fame. I feel like he's he's got enough gray in his goatee. He wears those old man like the um 
the eyeglasses that turn brown indoors. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> when you know. When that's when you know you're eligible for the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I, I guess my point yeah, is, no, my point is, yeah. I think that in in if I can have a prediction that. Robert Kraft will yeah. reach out to Tom Brady at some point, maybe not this season or whenever he knows that he's done, and he signs a one-day contract with the Patriots and they give him his number in the circle of fame or whatever they have it, the equivalent of, of in New England. So he probably retires as a Patriot, if, if I had to assume so. I'm assuming Robert Kraft knows that he had the most special football player in the history of football, and I assume – that Tom Brady realizes his legacy when it comes to the New England organization and his just kind of like free ride or Joe Montana or Jerry Rice, like I'm not quite done yet run with the Bucs, although it was successful in the Super Bowl. He went one for three with the Bucs in the Super Bowl. I mean, uh, yeah, is that right? One for one three. For f- one for three four? years, right? Three. No, I don't know. That's yeah, kind right. of hard. One, one, one got to almost beat the Rams and then uh, went like six and 12 or whatever this year. Yeah. The and won the South. Six and 12 and won the South. God, it's so bad. Now he's- yeah, no, I agree with you. The thing is like, I don't know when he'd be eligible, I guess four years from now or five or whatever is Bill, Be- Bill Belichick is the hangup. I, I know he's got a good relationship with masseuse, Bob Kraft. Um, I wonder if no, he he's a masseuse be, connoisseur, Bob Kraft connoisseur. Um, if he'd be okay with being on the field, becoming a Patriot again with Bill around, how much is that bad blood? Same oh, I, I don't know about that. Bill Belichick really he'd be retired by then. He should be. I mean, we're how, I don't know how old Bill Belichick is, but and God bless Second whoever point. has to try to fill Bill Belichick's shoe shoes. Maybe Bill O'Brien is jockeying his way into position here, but Oh no, we got a nepo baby. We got a son. Promotion. That that guy looks like he he's on the white powder when he's coaching defense in the NFL. He's just grinding his teeth to a to just nubbins over there. Um, no, I don't think the nepotism. I don't think he'll have a head coaching role for quite some time in the league. Probably because he Nick knows Saban. that he's not Nick ready. Saban. Nick Saban. What are you talking about, Nick Saban? For Nick Saban will be the next Pats coach. Yeah, he, after Bill's done, he, he doesn't want that. Nick Saban doesn't want the pros. He went to Miami and, and didn't like it. He made a full, he made a grown man cry in Miami, and he left. What uh, about a grown man handshake where they just reverse roles when they're like about to retire and they do one year they switch, they do a switcheroo like a Freaky Friday? No, you don't like? No, I don't like any of this. Nick Saban, I hope is invincible. <laughs> invincible. He'll he'll Nick Saban will retire by going to the fifty yard line. In Bryant Denny Stadium and just bursting into a ball of light. Giving, yeah, after Brody Croyle's grandson starts the game. Yeah. For the tide. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's how Nick Saban will retire. He'll just <laughs> vaporize into into power. Just the it'll it'll register on the earthquake meter, magnitude seven eight or whatever it is. Okay. Let me get to my stuck on. LeBron James and his ankle injury. Now he Ooh. he hurt his ankle. Um, playing the Mavs, is that correct? Yeah, dude, we take out all the good players. Yeah, and he's down on the ground. He's like, I heard it pop. I heard it pop. And then he ended up finishing the game, and he's posting all over Twitter like, oh, look at my ankle. This thing, it's this oh. sucks. And I looked at the picture, and I was like, that's a very normal-sized-looking ankle to me. Yeah. I don't understand why. Does any other professional athlete take pictures of their injuries and say, oh man, this hurts. I don't think so. I mean, you see Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, yeah, yeah. did you see him complain about his oh, ankle? No, 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 no. 
No, speaking of retired quarterbacks, uh, he didn't take pictures, but he had pictures. He always knew how to get into the frame of a photographer. Ben Roethlisberger loved to get into the frame with his oh. <laughs> yeah, Big Ben, the amount of ice that Big Ben has, has put on his body in a press conference is like both shoulders, knees, ankles, toes, wrapped one around his head and was like, doctor said this is the worst, worst injury ever. I'm going to walk out of here in a walking boot and, and be ready to go by Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I spent too much time on Tom Brady, so I'll be quick on my quote, which is the same. Uh, you know what it's like playing with an effed up ankle, huh? Uh, this is LeBron standing courtside, taking an inbounds pass or throwing an inbounds pass, and Patrick Mahomes is courtside, and he kind of whispers that. To, he's like, hey, what's up, Patrick? And Patrick's like, okay, uh, I do, but I obviously don't know what it's like to you know take selfies with it. Yeah, uh, so. yeah, I, I can relate. I've, I, I've had an ankle what injury before. Um, and I also rushed for a career high, like 35 yards in the Super Bowl. So on a bummed yeah. ankle. And you know the difference between my sport and your sport, LeBron? People that weigh 150 pounds heavier than I do are trying to rip my head off. Yeah. That's that's the difference. As much as, you rolled your yeah, ankle. As much, right. As much, I, think his, I think his heart went pop, actually, because Kyrie was on the court and not playing with the Lakers. That's what happened. It broke him. It, bro it broke LeBron. Kyrie probably didn't sage the court enough in order to have LeBron not get hurt. Should have been in there saging. I hope Kyrie saged the front office of the Mavs. Creeps. Oh, I think I think actually Kyrie's a little worse than the front office of the Mavs. Um, legally speaking, I don't think so. All right, let's get let's get to my uh, my. I have two questions of the week. Will the Bears trade the number one pick after courting so many people that will try to make deals with them in Indianapolis at the combine that happens this week? I feel like Bryce Young's height is it's no longer an option, which is so silly, but they're stretching his hands out. I don't know why the Bears don't want CJ Stroud. Maybe that's kind of like kind of mean to get rid of your Ohio State quarterback for a new Ohio State quarterback. Right. Um, I feel like I'm just I'm blown away by this Anthony Richardson. Um, shooting up the just draft boards, rocketing up the draft boards. I think that it's going to get weird. Like with, uh, I, he's much better than Baker, I guess. When physically, he's better than Baker, but Baker is his media, media, meteor, meteoric rise to the top. Baker Mayfield, what are you talking about? Yeah, he just suddenly like the, the last week before the draft when he oh, got drafted. Yeah, it was like, wait, the Browns are going to do what? And then they picked him first overall. That's yeah. kind of like how I feel about Richardson. Um, and well, Richardson I, seems to be way more gifted than Baker Mayfield. Yeah. What I'm saying is I think if they do it, they're going to do it and they're going to pick Richardson. Cause it's like, Whoa, what's going on here? Wait. So yeah. So they're not going to, they're not going to trade the number one pick. And in fact, they're going to go with another quarterback Yeah, and then I shop kinda, Justin Fields. Yeah. I kind of think so. I was leaning more towards them. Smoke. Yeah. There's a lot of smoke here. I was more leaning towards them trading the number one pick to I don't know like the Colts or the Cardinals whoever's down there at three and four and just getting their guy anyway if they want Will Anderson which he's projected to go top top five you can get him with the third or fourth pick QBs are the hot commodity in 2022 and those I mean the Colts need a quarterback the well, Cardinals need a quarterback but w whatever that's they're not gonna they're not gonna draft one they might take Will Anderson but they Chicago needs offensive linemen and I think they can get those guys in the second and third rounds. And why not just get a playmaker, someone who can rush the passer, be disruptive on defense, and give Justin Fields the ball back seems like the, uh, the logical pick for me. 
No, I, I, I totally agree with you. Maybe the Anthony Richardson stuff, it, it seems like there's a lot of smoke with that. And there's a lot of smoke with Justin, Justin Fields getting shopped still. You've got the Texans at two, the Colts at four, the, and then realistically the Seahawks Lions will stand packed with Goff and uh, Gino, the Raiders at six or seven, the Falcons Panthers. So there's a lot. I agree with your point. The bears could trade out and they could still get Will Anderson or Jalen Carter because whoever's trading with them to trade up is getting a quarterback. They don't need to worry about them picking a defensive player. Yeah. If you don't get Will Anderson, just get Jalen Carter. It really does not seem like it's that hard to me. And the, and there's going to be more in that package, too. There's going to be a first-round pick next year. There's going to be plenty that the Bears can work with if they shop that first-round pick in a quarterback-heavy draft. So it just makes total sense to me to hold on to Justin Fields, who's shown immense amount of growth in his second season. They've finally implemented with the – no players around him. With, I could name another Bears offensive weapon. Uh, David Montgomery, the running back. Cole Komet, the decent – waiver wire week eight tied in <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 okay so they just they just need something splashy they need to get chicago leave it to chicago to completely blow this i have no doubt mm. in my mind whatever they're gonna do they're gonna do it wrong they're gonna trade justin fields and then pick a bus quarterback or they're gonna trade the number one pick and pick someone completely random, and they're going to be like someone that you haven't heard of. Well, I mean, Stefan Diggs worked out, but remember when he was drafted out of Maryland? People were like, what are they doing? Turned out to be a mm. rock star. But, you know, someone that they just reach for, and you're like, you don't have to reach for that yet. Just get the yeah. sure thing. Um, okay. My, my stance, my stance to be fair, is to keep fields, but I agree with you. They're going to do something silly, and they're going to pick Richardson and trade out. Trade so, fields. So this, this came across the wire. Um, Jimmy Haslam. He is the owner of the Browns. He just bought into the Milwaukee Bucks. He bought Mark uh, Lanzi's share of the Bucks for $3.5 billion. My question to you is when Jimmy Haslam gets in the Milwaukee Bucks uh, front office, what could go wrong? <laughs> what could go wrong? Haslam? Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Haslam, he bought, the, uh, he bought the Browns back in 2014. No, excuse me. He bought the Browns in 2012 for a billion dollars, and they've had one winning season, one playoff appearance, and has hired one major sexual predator since then. That's all I can remember that the Browns have done in the last 10 years. That And, and take Baker Mayfield first. Um, I'd say that that hopefully he's a silent owner, part owner, whatever, however he's buying into it. He's buying the – how much of the stake of the team is he – how much stock of the team stake? So there's two owners in the uh, – in the I don't know how their percentages break up, but there was two owners, and they bought the team back in 2014 for $550 million, and this person's stake in the team is now worth $3.5 billion. Right, yeah. Well, hopefully – yeah, hopefully for their stake, he's not going to try to stand up and, and tell them how to draft, and he's just going to do this as a financial gain or to be – have a giant, you know, pro owner ego and own something. I didn't realize that Jimmy Haslam's dad is like Flying J and Pilot gas stations. Say that one more time. You know, you know, Flying J gas stations are all over the West. I oh guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I've Pilot truck stops. They're out in the middle of nowhere, Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're the, they're the only gas within like eighty mile radius of in Southern Wyoming. So. Or no, there's Sinclair. There's a factory down there. So Sinclair is around too. But yeah, you can get anything in a pilot J. You can get a shower, um, you get a slot machine, a nice headset, big gulps, a lot of different things. 
Golf's an ad set. I love it. All right, trainer, give me your go to the week. Uh, I don't want to spend much time on this, but you know, I, you right? my question was you're going to cut Zeke. You're going to cut Zeke, aren't you? God, y'all are dumb. No, no, it's Carl Malone. Carl Malone. I don't, even, I don't even want to know if I want, I don't even know if I want to know this. He was invited and participated, I think as a judge and part of the all-star weekend stuff. Um, he's a pervert and he got a, when he was 20 impregnated a 13 year old girl at Louisiana tech in 1984, great year, but bad, bad thing to do. My question is why would they even make him a part of this? So they knew there'd be fallout and why not just ask John Stockton to do stuff, you know? Yeah. John because they, the all-star break was in, was in Salt Lake City. Utah, yeah, yeah that, in Salt Lake. I've heard so many times that Salt Lake City, when players go and and the visiting team goes there, but yeah, it's the most boring place to go and play. <laughs> Salt Lake City is boring. Um, so I'm sure the All Star break was just absolutely fantastic because you had to order ten pounds of food for every drink you get because that's a weird rule, weird law in Salt Lake. Um, do you know that law? The yeah, you mean like the ABV versus like what you can eat consumption food? Of food? Yeah, you can't order a beer without ordering some food. I actually didn't know that there was. They actually like uh, do quotas of that when you go to the concession stand. I don't know about the concession stand, but I I do know <laughs> that I've sat down in a bar in Park City when I was on a job and just was like watching a game. I was like, hey, can I have a beer? And they're like, yeah. But you're gonna have to buy some food too. And I was like, okay, like no, we've already we've already calculated this in. You like it's like a dollar for some chips or something. I was like, yeah, give me a give me a basket of chips and a and a Coors Light, please. I don't know. I feel like maybe Selfie Queen negotiated, but I feel like we always outdrank our coverage uh, <laughs> when we went to Park Park City. But Shocking. Maybe, I mean, maybe it's just each bar cares a little more than the other one. Maybe. Um, where the hell? Oh, Carl Malone. Yeah. That guy needs to be pushed to the side of the history books. They need to, we need to kind off of distance, distance ourselves arc. away from Carl Malone because he, I would, I assume that all his used car dealerships uh, in Utah uh, are just a money laundering scheme for something even worse. Somebody needs to look into that. Alimony. It's probably just every car, every car that gets sold, 10% goes to feed one of his 30 children. Um, okay. My go to the week. I teased this earlier. Mm-hmm. Are, you know what the Taco Bell Coolar is, correct? Yeah, the one behind um, and Jug? Yes. So yeah, Where Taco Bell used to be. Yeah. Yes. So I'm going to have to address the listeners here in our worldwide audience because they probably all don't know it. But there's a butte in town called Grovant Butte. And on the south-facing side of this butte, which faces town, there is a... It's not a coolar. People call it a coolar to be funny, but there's this little, little like drainage, little runoff drainage on the south side of this of this butte, and it used to go directly down visually into what was the Taco Bell. So people called it the TBC Taco Bell Coolar, and it's been featured in Powder Magazine. It's just a funny thing. Well, it's illegal to ski it because it's there. Uh, of a, a migration pattern of mule deer, right? Cause we're in Jackson and we care about the, the, the animals. And so if you skied it, you always were hush hush. Didn't, didn't make a big deal about it, but you just left my it. Next, my next question, but go ahead. Yeah. No, you're not supposed, you're not supposed to ski it. It's illegal, but every couple winters, there's enough snow for it to fill in. Cause it's low, low elevation. Right. And it's South facing. So it gets all the sun. 
So it can only be skied a, skied a once once every couple of years. And if you ski it, you keep it hush-hush, and it's kind of funny. It's a wink-wink, a nod-nod. Maybe you hear about who does it. Well, we've been getting dumped one in Jackson. And on Saturday night, I think it was, two skiers slid the Taco Bell Coular into Flat Creek. Flat Creek runs at the base oh, of Taco yeah. Bell Coular. And if you put an avalanche into a creek that's no larger than eight feet wide, it tends to dam the creek up. So these two guys, I'm assuming they're guys because women are too smart to do something this dumb. Well these, these two guys slid the creek, slid the Taco Bell Coular, got the hell out of there, dammed the creek, and on midnight, the cops had to go around to all the condos and apartments that, that were there on the lower level next to the creek and start saying, hey, you got to move your cars. We've set up shelters. We're getting excavators in here to undam the creek. There's an like emergency <laughs> management situation went on. Guys, if you're going to ski Taco Bell Coular, do not set off an avalanche to dam the creek. That, it could have been a million-dollar mistake. If they if the apartments would have flooded in the middle of February, right. when the average temperature around here, I think we're getting in the negatives the next couple of nights. Like you can't. That's not a good idea. If you're gonna do it, it's like what I used to tell the kids I, I used to coach. If you're gonna do something bad or dumb, get away with it. Pull it off. You know, don't don't get caught doing something what? dumb or bad or illegal. Is this kayak coaching or basketball? What is uh, it? It's kayak coaching. Life, it's, it's life a, coaching. It was it was a little life coaching when I was a kayak coach. Yeah, that's the type of that's the type of coaching your kids will get in the. I'm not even going to say it on this in the same breath. Um, no, plead the fifth. Uh, so, it's just it's funny because nothing got harmed. There was no damage, besides a huge. Probably, we paid for it by our taxes. But these two guys, whoever you are. Stay silent. Don't tell your girlfriends. Don't don't tell your boys. Just keep your head down and plead the fifth because you are in a world of trouble if they figure out who you are. Don't go have three. No, three. Don't, don't go have 13 Pacos at the brew pub, stand at the man bar and, and brag about it is what you're saying? Yeah, don't do it. That's man just, rail? Man rail. So, mail rail. Mail rail. You knew there was two two guys, but they're – anonymous because there's two tracks is that yeah there's just two two okay. two tracks okay. going into a crown crown of the avalanche and it slid down and then there was they must have booted back up or something and got the hell out of there but you are you two are my goats of the week yeah close close like you said not as damaging obviously as the what was the great snoking fire of, was that 2012 or 13? That was Little Horse Thief Fire. Yeah, that guy was burning horse trash, thief, thief fire. did millions yeah. of dollars in damage, and then ran to Mexico. Whoever you are, I, I hope you're still paying all those firefighters money. I hope you're listening and are still paying all those firefighters all the back pay they probably haven't received for saving this town Please from burning review. down. Yeah, rate and review. Let us know who you are. <laughs> Gosh, okay. All right, backstory. There was a fire on the other side of Snow King that threatened Jackson, and everyone was wondering where it was, and they, and they provided aerial photos. And on this, it is such a dry August. Everything was brown. And then this guy, like, the the black burn mark was in the shape of a cone, like going mm -hmm. from the cone being the tip of the cone being the most downhill portion of the fire, and then it goes up into a cone. There's this huge scorched earth. 
And that cone led straight to the corner of this dude's backyard where he was burning <laughs> trash in a barrel. It's like, what, dude? You, you live f- three miles from the dump. Don't burn trash in your yard in August, bro. Uh, what a pyro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy was probably probably had a belt around his neck when he was doing it. All right, let's get to hindsight is 420 and clairvoyance. You already took my hindsight with Bryce Young, so I'm going to kick it to you. Give me your hindsight is 420. This is where we correct our mistakes and our hot takes from the weeks before. Yeah, last week, uh, I forgot who my go to the week was last week, but I mentioned, um, you know, my goats are always kind of a, um, they're kind of like, you know, we, I usually keep it sarcastic like you did with the Taco Bell boys. Um, Taco Bell boys. I, that's who you are. Taco Bell boys. Keep your head DVDs. down. I mentioned uh, as an example of a previous go to the week, James Harden, but James Harden did something really cool last week. He helped out a kid from Michigan state. Um, so I yeah. wanted to say on the air, apologies. I should have, I regret not saying Kyrie and Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. instead of saying James Harden. So that's my, uh, Hindsight is 420, bro. All right. And give me your clairvoyance. I'm feeling good about St. Derek. Uh, It's time for me to make a pivot here. And I'm going to go with Carson Wentz. Uh, The cut. Done. Cut. The cut. uh, Commanders. uh, Dan Snyder's favorite player. He will become a Seattle Sea Dragon of the XFL. He will be AJ McCarron's rival. And the reason I say this is because I was looking at the QB rosters for the XFL because that's where I'm at. Virginia had lost two games in a row. I needed something to do. Um, they currently have <laughs> Ben Ben Denucci, who was a great one regular season game cowboy legend. Um, all right, all from right. Dallas Cowboys. Totally yeah, anyway, this guy. Carson Wentz to the XFL. All right, all right. Here's my clairvoyance. Jim Beheim. He will retire. I'm calling for another legendary Ooh. coach. To retire, probably after the ACC tournament, but this is what it stems from. They had Georgia Tech, 12-17 and 17 Georgia Tech, come into the Dome and beat them 96-76. to 76. They hit 17 threes in this game. The two-three zone was useless. Towards the end of the game, Jim Beham actually called a timeout and went to man-to-man a little, little late. In the last four games, Syracuse has given up 61 threes. Beheim. Your kids are out of there. You've watched mm. them go through college. It is time for you to hang it up. I'm predicting Jim Beheim's retirement at the end of the year. I like it. Uh, he didn't pee himself. He might have. He okay. might have. Poor well, guy. I mean, yeah. you, I thought- we're we're all hey. You and I we're on the fast track towards the age of just having no control over your bladder. No, that's fair. I should. Yeah, I, I need to be a little more um, uh, relatable. Uh, yeah, I think that was the beginning of the end. When the P the P came out of his khaki, front of his khaki. So uh, this, yeah, that's I, a I hell of a thing. Oh, and, yeah, and he accidentally he couldn't see while driving at night and ran over somebody and killed him. <laughs> that's a fact. Those are the facts. Yeah, these are facts. All right, we need to check in with our NBA teams and maybe our college basketball teams as we wrap up the, the show. I have some work to do, I think, in the Western Conference, but I'll let you go ahead. And we have picked four, and once you drop them, they can't be picked back up. Remind the listeners who I have and who you have. Yeah, yeah. you can send somebody to the boneyard. You lose a point. Uh, nobody's made any moves this year so far. Massey overall has his four teams, the Boston Celtics, Malcolm Brogdon. Yep. Uh, the Golden State Sam Warriors. Hauser. Sam Hauser and Malcolm Brogdon. Sam, ha- Sam Hauser. Um, he's got Golden State. He's got the Memphis Grizz, and he's got the New Orleans Pelicans, who are the 10 seed at the moment. I want to see if he's going to make a knee-jerk 
high twitch reaction and do something here. I have the Bucks, uh, Haslam's Bucks, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the, the Phoenix Suns, who got a little bit better. Yeah. The trade deadline. Yeah. And you, the, you think and you lucked out on that? Is it? it? Uh, nuggets are hot. They they have they've lost some ground recently, but they seem to be shaping up. And uh, what's his name? Murphy. The bubble. The bubble king. The bubble king. Trey Murphy. No. Well, yeah, he was a good good member of the bubble as well. I'm talking about the guy Jamal Murray. Oh, Jamal Murray. Yes, the oh, bubble king when they when they uh, went to the Western Conference Finals in the bubble in Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay, so uh, the 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 team I'm looking to get rid of is the Pelicans. They're 30 and 32. Oh. They are still in the play-in. The the Mavericks at number six are 32 and 31. The they're only the games that separate the bottom tier from the upper tier of the Western Conference is so little. I'm I'm almost hesitant to get rid of the Pelicans, but the Sacramento Kings are they relevant? Are we are we looking at the Sacramento Kings sitting there at number three in the West as relevant? I mean, they got, I mean, Darren Fox, I'm glad he's turned out to be a good player. Cause I remember when he, he was one of those guys who he was a one and done for Calipari, but he cried because he really was upset after losing in March madness. And I always appreciated that. He wasn't just like, yo, I'm out of here. So I always liked him. I'm glad he's turned his game into something like he's like a one or a one B, you know, type on a team. Uh, Sabonis has been really good. They've got, Buddy Heald and some other other guys on that team. So I like the Kings a lot. Um, yeah, I think they're a relevant team. I think they're kind of a young – they're kind of like the Grizzlies of – the Grizzlies were last year. They were the young, new team that made made noise, and I feel like they're kind of a team that could be the noisy young team this year. Hmm. The Clippers, too, though. They they seem to be getting their act together as well. Well, they got – you got your boy Russell Westbrook. Yeah, okay. that I for, I, I actually was on my way over here. And I could not remember where Russell Westbrook ended up. I was in the back of my head. He went to the Jazz like, for a day. He went to Salt Lake for a day, and he said, no thanks. He's and like, then he went to the Clippers. Nah. <laughs> um, man, I really want to sit I would sit tight. Zion for the Pelicans is getting evaluated what's next going on week. There? Got, I don't know what's going on there. He tweaked his hamstring. Um, so he got a hamstring injury and then tweaked it, and then is getting evaluated again. But there's only 20 games left, so he's like – and and next week we'll know if he can return. I'm not sure if that's enough. Brandon yeah. Ingram, they just lost uh, two more players, and I'm and and I just don't think this is gonna hurt me. This is gonna hurt. This this is gonna hurt. Okay, knee jerk reaction. I'm just gonna take. I had the Celtics, right? Yeah, you have the Celtics. Screw it. I'll take the 76ers and James Harden and Joel Embiid. I need I need All another right. Eastern team. Might as well give me the top two Eastern teams in the Celtics and the Sixers, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my sticking with my Warriors. They're they're up to the uh, what number seven seed at this point in the uh, in the West. Stick with the Warriors in the West and the Grizzlies, who are number two in the West. Five and a half games behind the Nuggets. Once Stephen Adams comes back for the Grizzlies and offers some rim protection and rebounding, I think they're going to be in good shape. Yeah. I think I mean you got Ty Jerome. You got to stick with Ty Jerome out there and and, and Sam oh, he is doing great. Yeah, he's also he's, obviously befriended uh, Stephen Curry since uh, Curry was at the UVA game with him, sitting courtside. Yeah, you got, got him to go like four time zones to come watch the Who's play. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, they were visiting the White House. 
Oh, uh, that's right. Well, still cool. He got him to um, still kind of a, a little bit of a, just a little bit of a hike. It's a little bit of a drive on I ninety five. It's a pain in the ass. It's no, it's no easy. It's no easy drive. Um, or he took a helicopter. I don't think they do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, there's twenty five million dollars going on with that. By the way, I don't know if you saw that. What? Uh, Kobe's widow is going to get like twenty five mil because some first responder leaked the f- oh, sold the photos yeah, of the crash like an idiot. Yeah, I've, I've I've like blanked that out. That's been what four years, three years. Yeah, yeah. Um, should we do college? Let's do. Let's just check in with our teams in college basketball as as the season winds up. Regular season winds up the next two weeks. Yeah, you've got number one Houston. Yep. You got number two Alabama. That's what I thought. <sighs> Why did I start this segment? Uh, you have number three Kansas. Oh, oh, okay. And you have Virginia, who rebounded. <laughs> pun intended. Uh, they're number 13, which is very low and very unfortunate for the for the uh, college basketball rankings to do that. Okay, so um, I'll, t- I'll take one, two, three, and stick with my favorite college basketball team. I think I'll stay with all that. Okay. okay. <laughs> U- UCLA, uh, I've got UCLA is number four. I've got number eight, Arizona. I've Who got just got five. beat by Arizona State on a buzzer beater this weekend? Yeah, James Harden used to play for them. They're, they're pretty good. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just listening. Off. Those are all facts. It's a it's a basketball school. Um, I got UConn. Yikes! Down in fourteen. What have I done here? I've dropped UNC. Thank God. I've dropped Gonzaga. Can't pick them back up. They're up to ten now. They never made a Final Four, so it doesn't matter. I feel like the fun pick here is the team. You know, Dwayne Wade played for Marquette. They've been shooting up the rankings. Yeah, maybe. I don't want to pick Texas because I just. I mean, there is. Did you know Texas? Kind of, did you know Texas doesn't have a head coach? Yeah, they have an interim because Chris Beard. That situation became, you know, fire, and then there was like the wife took it back, or I don't know what's going on there. So he's not in the doghouse anymore, and may get another job. But at first, it was terrible what he was accused of doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Purdue sitting oh, there. Who? Purdue. Oh, I got Purdue. Don't All right, worry. list list your four teams: UCLA, Purdue, UConn, and who else? UConn, UCLA, Arizona, and Purdue, which are all, except for UConn, they're all top eight teams. So what I should do is I can't pick up Gonzaga, which is fine. Maybe I should, yeah, I'll just stick. I think Marquette, isn't that Indiana, state of Indiana? Marquette? Yeah, I oh, think it is. God. Ohio, I, Ohio, are they, are they not like, I, every time there's a small mid-major team that's, that's uh, good at basketball, I'm like, it's Philadelphia or Cincinnati, which is Villanova, exactly. Villanova and uh, – and Xavier, respectively, I think. All right, I'm going to go ahead and send it. Hopefully, this is factually correct. I'm going to I'm going to double down in the state of Indiana, my second favorite state behind Texas, and go with Marquette at number six and drop UConn. All right, all right. I think uh, located near the about Marquette. Okay, Jesuit University, uh, Milwaukee is where Mar- Marquette is. Oh, oh, Milwaukee Bucks. They're doing well. I have them, so I'm, I have Milwaukee Bucks and I have Marquette. I love it. Sports fans, that is all the time we have for you on this week's show. Please download our podcast wherever podcasts are available. We are Teton Sports Talk. If you can't do- download us, which I know you can, catch us Fridays from 2 to 3 here on 89.1 KHOL. All right, trainer, that's it, and that's all.